Listen up, fool. This is a show with Cannon Brown. And we're live. Check, check, one, two, check, check. Check, one, two. Well, you want to check this thing out? on? This thing on? This thing on. Check, one, two. You want to auctioneer a little bit? Uh, I can't do that. <laughs> Your dad can. Yeah, he's talented. I'm not. <laughs> you just try it. Uh, what do you want to sell? I want you to sell this nice Hereford bowl out here. Oh, okay. let me get a all right, we're good. Yep. We're live. Okay, okay, now we're live. <laughs> I'm here with Garrett Fish, son of Dr. Dean Fish. Wow. Garrett, it's it's literally, an, it's just an honor to be in your presence right now. Please, I, I just, the track record of your dad and you, you're just incredible. I'm so happy to have you sitting here in a chair in my apartment. Wow, how, how do you feel right now? You know, um, I did listen to that podcast. I thought it was really well um produced and good questions canon but uh one thing you guys did okay that's yeah that's enough that's enough out of you (laughs) (laughs) no one thing you guys talked about was surround yourself with good people and i'm with canon brown right now the one and only so um i think he did a good job there so yeah now i kind of feel bad for just (laughs) interrupting you i was trying to like put on a bit and like you were trying to be sincere and um well yeah okay so let's forget about that all happened i'll edit that whole part out so we can just start here perfect Okay, Garrett. Well, um, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you, Cannon? I'm doing well. Okay, so I just got off my shift uh, cutting meat. Garrett just got back from a rush event uh, for Alpha Gamma Rho. And we're just sitting in my apartment hanging out, and we're just going to kind of talk about his dad's interview, and and we're kind of going to go in-depth about it for a little while. And your dad's so awesome, dude. Like sitting here and talking to him like i couldn't imagine just growing up with him having that support system there with you it it can't go like it's unmatched right yeah i mean i was extremely fortunate there's nobody else i could see being my dad you know Um, uh, really yep yeah and there's very yeah (laughs) Um, i had so many good opportunities growing up from just learning in the agricultural industry and networking with so many different types of people um, especially around Arizona specifically, but um, he really put put a good platform on me growing up, and um, I really appreciate that. So, yeah, yeah he's he's pretty awesome, and uh, uh, I think I know the know the answer to this, but I wanted to know if you're gonna uh, follow in your uh, family's footsteps. Your grandpa was a cowboy on a ranch. Your dad's a cowboy on a ranch. When are you gonna earn your spurs? <laughs> and grab the reins and get on a horse. The main fact is, cowboys are good for business. Sure, that's a fair question. Um, I think that my grandpa and my dad do a really good job at cowboying, and they really do ride for the brand. They're, they're good cowboys, and um, I'm just not wired as well as they are. Uh, they work so, so hard, hard and work. it's very hard work. And um, I think I'm more of a going to be a corporate guy <laughs> first couple years out of college and do uh, something like that and maybe work into production later in my years. But as of right now, I'm kind of just um, – not looking into production, production ag, and um, gonna see what happens. But a lot of things could happen. Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna turn heel basically. I mean, as as guys in WWE, if you follow uh, wrestling, I mean, once you, once you go corporate, you're the worst. So uh, are you are you ready for that? Are you ready for that transition? For once you go to corporate agriculture, aren't you on like the bad side? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily. I think um, everybody kind of has their, their values. Everybody has their standards. And, I, and especially in the agriculture industry, I don't think anyone really does have those negative standards or values. 
um, just generally, I guess. Um, but I, I don't see it in a bad light at all. I mean, what you said you saw it in a bad light, I guess. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. No, never. I would never. That's just the public perception. Once you go corporate, yep. you're a bad dude. And that just, I'm, I'm trying to be the devil's advocate here. Don't get mad at me, Garrett. Yep. Get mad at society because they're the ones setting the rules. I'm just following them. Yep. I want to get into uh, how lazy you are as a senior in college because sure. um, as we can tell from your father, he was certainly not lazy. During this time, um, I also got married my senior year of college and um, had my daughter um, in that order. In that and, order. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so... Um, and so I was also, at that point, my wife and I had decided that um, she was going to be the you know, main caregiver for my daughter um, because we wanted to raise her, not you know, have a baby. Not, like I said, not that there's anything wrong with that. That was a decision we made. So what that meant was is that I had to work two or three jobs plus go to school in order to support that, and which I was glad to do. So seeing that your dad uh, was just married, had a kid, had a little baby girl— that he was probably in love with, uh, was in love with uh, your mother, working three jobs, and was finishing out his senior year. And you're living your senior year with friends. Uh, you're the president of your fraternity, which is a high accolade, and uh, you're awesome for it. But you live a kind of more lenient life when it comes to social activities, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. I think definitely it has to do with um, some of the generation <laughs> Um, and then also kind of the position he set me up for. Um, he put me in a very good position and my family and everything. And so I'm really thankful for that. And so I could really uh, credit them for <laughs> putting me in a really good position. And looking back on that, does that kind of like just motivate you more to just uh, learn as much as you can and get the most out of college? I mean, since your dad, he had such a, uh, a kind of unusual ride through college. Does that just give you more motivation to get through it and, and just uh, make the most of it? Sure, it's it's something that I've always really thought about, but reflecting on the pad, podcast and listening to it over and again, and um, it was something that really just just kind of stuck in my mind and really makes me want to work harder and and be a better student. You know, um, um, I know he said that he had some difficulties in school, and I think that's something that could resonate with a lot of your listeners. And um, yeah, I think just just becoming the better student, and um, I know he had a lot of stuff on his plate, and I don't nearly have as much, but um, just doing what you can with what you do have. So. Um, yeah, <laughs> he talked a lot about, uh, like having luck getting jobs or, or, uh, getting into the master's program. Um, I, I, I tend to think now that I, uh, the interview's done and I have listened back to it, he's a really good talker. I mean, he can, he can get his way into anything. I think that maybe it wasn't so much as luck. Maybe he had the smarts and also he had a little bit of charm too. It, how, do you kind of realize that growing up with him? Oh yeah, you know, um, I would say I'm pretty charming because of him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> really? Wow, got ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Fish. No, um, no, I, I definitely saw that growing up, and I, I, I think I saw the way that he interacted with different people, and that's kind of the way that I've been um, interacting with different people, just because of um, just seeing him and working off of him, and just from a young age and going around the state with him, you know, is is something that I really respect and. Uh, something that I value, um, yeah. Yeah. Now, would you say you got your style from your dad? Because I mean, although it's very two different styles, I mean, you're kind of uh, you're a little more trendy. All right, you've got the fresh cut, nice sunglasses. You're gonna wear the button down, all like it, it's a nice 
I don't know. What what kind of jeans do you wear? Um, jeans. Jeans. Yeah, you wear jeans. Uh, and your dad's more of a kind of a cowboy look. He's wearing the cinch. He's wearing the cinch jeans, boots, cowboy hat. Never doesn't wear a cowboy hat. And he's always got the mustache curled up. Sure. Now, he looks good. I mean, he he's a, he looks clean. Mm-hmm. Is that where you got it from? Um, I would say so, yep, yep. Wow, <laughs> wow what an inspiration. Yeah, definitely a, a fashion icon in the ag industry. Honestly, he really is. There's there's small fashion icons in the ag industry, and I think your dad is one of them. Sure. I mean, he rocks the felt like no other, yep. uh, and his shirts are always pressed. Right. Pants are always pressed. Right. He showed me his socks the other day. Did he? Great socks. What color? He didn't show me his socks. I got him hooked on stance socks. Stance socks are the best socks. They are the best socks. I mean, they're, mo- they're the most comfy, and they have cool graphics on them. What more could you want? Absolutely. Now, <laughs> we just talked a lot about your dad's uh, outfits and stuff like that. Yep. I wanted to talk about next, Arizona Nationals. Okay. You've got a long history at Arizona Nationals. Your dad has a long history at Arizona Nationals. Sure. You've kind of helped put on the show – uh, background for the past like three or four years. Uh, tell me how that's kind of uh, how the, sh- the show's growth looked in your eyes, kind of as a background uh, working there and also uh, as a son of a guy that's had a huge part in putting the show on. Sure, yeah, it's it's definitely a different perspective, I would say, coming from me. Um, that was actually my first livestock show ever when I was nine, uh, was at Arizona National. Yeah, you showed goats, didn't you? Yep, I started with a goat. Um, how was it? Um, it was definitely nerve wracking. Um, I puked. Before Didn't you get last? Um, yeah, probably. Uh, y- you lost. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was terrible. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was. So I was started there uh, when I was nine, and I just got. I was there every year um, since, and I'm 21 now. So uh, quite a few years, and just seeing the growth and seeing um, all the work that everyone's put in. Grant Boyce has been a huge mentor to me as well as my dad, as he said in the podcast, yeah. but um, he's an awesome guy and um, just learning so much about him and f- uh, from him too. Um, but the livestock show there is, has done exceptional things. Um, I, yeah. It, social media was a really cool thing that you pointed out. And yeah. um, I've really seen that too. Uh, but yeah, I've been on the barn crew for three years now and going on my fourth, but um, Tyler Grandall has done an exceptional job at, at growing it and being a manager. He, oh, yeah. he manages really well and, um, I love working every year for him and, um, the logistics part of it is really fun and, um, it helps me become a better person, better worker too. So, yeah, it's a fantastic show. And I talked about it in the interview and I will keep talking about it. I mean, it's such an incredible show and the growth is just so exponential in the past four or five years. Um, it's a lot of shows don't go through this. I mean, there's not this much exponential growth in five years for most national shows, and it's been nice to see them adapt and, and overcome these challenges. It's been it's been pretty sweet, and your dad was a has been a large part of it. Sure, yeah, I think he does do a really good job. I think he's a good influencer on some of um, the staff there, and I think um, he's been influenced by some of them too. And um, I think just around the country, um, those kinds of influences have played a big part on um, Arizona Nationals growth and their direction that they're headed. Yeah. Now I wanted to ask you. Because uh, for like no one, I mean the listeners don't know you. Let's plug your let's plug your social medias really quick because I want to do that for you. Okay, <laughs> this is important. All right, I want you to get followers. Yeah. 
Uh, so, so I guess my name is Garrett. All right, and that's his uh, plug. Yeah, that is no. Go ahead. <laughs> so Garrett Fish, two R's, two T's. Um, and two R's, two T's. Two R's, two T's. Everyone. Uh, my handle is Garrett underscore Fisherman. Wow, are you a fisherman? I'm not at all, but that's a tribute to the late Mac Miller. <laughs> wow, R.I.P. Honestly, Mac was sweet. He was. If anybody like doesn't know who Mac Miller is. I don't care what genre music you music you like, just listen to like one song, like his top rated or something like that. It's gonna be so good. I agree. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I want to know more about you. Okay. okay? So I want to know you. Sh- the first time you ever showed, you were nine. Yep. Okay. You puked before you went into the show ring. I did. You probably got dead last or second to last, something yeah, like that. Was, yeah, what are the two? Uh, what else did you show? How how did the rest of your career go? Let's give some background on on the man, the myth, the legend, Little Garfish, okay. not Dean Fish. <laughs> yeah, so I started with market goats, and um, and then I moved my way into breeding heifers, and did breeding heifers completely on their own, and then uh, moved into market steers later. So yeah. um, that's kind of the transition I made, and. Uh, we got to jackpot around Arizona with Sela for a little while, and I was really fortunate yeah. uh, to do that. And one thing he, your dad and I didn't get to mention was the Anchor F Cattle Company. Uh, and I wanted you to kind of talk about that a little bit because he didn't get the chance, and I, I felt kind of bad about not bringing it up. But I wanted to give you the kind of the opportunity because, I I mean, you've probably got a hand in it as well. Sure, yeah. So I've I've been able to work alongside with my dad for some of – um, Anchor, F, Anchor F Cattle Company's um, sales and um, opportunities. Um, he does a really good job. Um, obviously, he's PhD in animal science, and he knows genetics, and he does a really good job of researching different sires, upcoming sires, and um, he's actually having a sale um, Santa Cruz County Fairgrounds in Sonoida um, on November 24th, so I'm plugging him right now. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, he's going to have some good some good uh, calves there, Fu Manchu sons, Here I Am sons, and Blue Moon sons, and uh, I'm really excited to see how that how that comes for him, and um, I know he does, he's doing a good job of halter breaking steers right now. So Sweet. Yeah, it's about that time. Yep. Well, that's your one plug <laughs> yeah. of the entire episode. Are you happy with that? Oh, I'm satisfied. Actually, I let you plug your <laughs> – yeah. I let you plug your social medias. Gosh dang it. I've already done it. Okay, let's talk about I think this is gonna be the last thing we touch on. Uh unless you have anything at the end, we can just talk about random things. Um, probably not. I wanted to know how it was like growing up with this guy. I mean, he just seems so positive. Uh the and the way that he talks about running the ranch and, and running his own cattle, it just sounds so genuine. And, and so pure i wanted to know how it was kind of growing up in that atmosphere um yeah <laughs> he is a pure guy i guess yeah. you could say he is he is authentic and everything he says and everything he does um uh, it's i've been extremely fortunate to grow up with him and he's been my biggest role model and um uh, i mean everything you see is what you're what you're getting you know <laughs> um he's, he's not a guy that's gonna lie to you or anything like that and um he, he truly is authentic and he's, he knows what he's doing especially um, and the beef industry is really a good advocate. So, um, I've learned a lot from him and I continue to learn a lot from him. So, and, uh, and kind of what's your, uh, what, what do you, what are you striving to do here in the, in the ag industry? I know this is a different question, but what do you, what are you striving to do within the industry? 
um, as as a career long term. Yeah, ju- I mean, just as a person, as a career, anything. Sure. Yeah. I so. kind of put you on the spot. I'm yeah. very sorry. Think about it. I can ramble if you want. I can oh. sing a song. Oh, we can go okay. right now. Yeah. So I think um, the first thing is just being a good advocate for the the animal industry specifically is something that's important to me. Um, and um, just the last two summers, I've had the opportunity to intern with Purina Animal Nutrition and um, work at their mill in Fort Worth. And then this last summer, I was in Chicago uh, with the equine industry. And so, and you it, had a great time, it looked like. I did, yeah, it was awesome. Went to Lollapalooza. I sure did, yep. So, <laughs> um, yep, so just those opportunities have kind of, um, I guess, propelled me to looking into something in, in that sort of industry, the feed industry. So, sounds like a good goal to me. Well, Garrett, that's uh, kind of all the all the parts that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, if there's anything in the episode that you wanted to touch base on, actually, I did want to talk to you about one thing. Uh, the Santa Fe Foundation Ranch does something awesome where they work with uh, men- or disabled, uh, mentally disabled people, uh, and kind of give them an out, kind of just to go out and, and experience life. Did you have it? Were you involved in that at all growing up? Did you kind of have to help out on the ranch? And and if you did, how was that experience for you? Because uh, it's got to be kind of reassuring that like livestock is awesome and it can bring joy to to all these people. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't as involved as other people, of course, but um, I know my grandma and um, my dad and everyone was were big parts in those in that program and. Um, I definitely got to see it firsthand and I know how fundamental and how important it was to these people and um, how excited they got when they got out there and it's it's just an escape for them and um, you know it's awesome to see and awesome to be a part of um, yeah yeah I, I when he told me that I mean that's that's got to be an awesome experience for them and it's got to be an awesome experience from the outside looking in uh, just at the like the magnitude that uh, that livestock can have a change on someone's attitude. It's pretty nuts. Sure. Do you have anything else? Um, Do you have anything else you want to plug? You have any shout outs? Um, I can't shout out Jacob Colville. Shout out Jacob. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, fish man. Uh, thanks for uh, sitting down and talking to me. I thought we had a good time. Uh, I'm glad uh, I got to have you on. It's so nice that like, you're here your dad's here like i said it on the last episode but it's nice that i have people here that like have knowledge of the industry and i can have on the podcast and can keep a good conversation yeah i appreciate you so much for having me on and um yeah so go follow garrett on social media twitter uh instagram linkedin LinkedIn. please connect with him on linkedin guys don't sleep on linkedin all right it's a sleeper it's a sleeper All right. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Bye.